Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Okay, a really fun solo to look at is, in my opinion, is Hey Joe by Jimi Hendrix. It's it's certainly one of Jimi's easier solos to play. Um, it's got a, a real authentic feel to it, though, so it's not all, you know, just eighths and sixteenths. It's got a real kind of flow to it, so you got to get used to that a little bit. But let's first just break down a little bit of what's going on in the rhythm. I don't want to spend too much time with that, but I would like to give you the, the basic idea. So the first lick you've got here is this... <laughs> What's happening there is you're going to play the third fret of the second string. You're going to hit the fifth fret with a hammer on. Then you're going to go back to that three. And while you're doing that, you're going to pluck the first string along with it. Then you're going to play the four on the third string. And you're going to slide back. And then I do a pull off. And then you go to the two on the fourth string. So I'm going. And that in itself is kind of fun to play, but not the solo, really. And then you're going to pluck the E, so you have... And then what I do is I just strum the E chord afterwards. Then I'm going to go up to the 5th fret of the 5th and 4th strings. And play two fives, two, uh, one four and then one, two, using those two strings both times. Okay. Then I'm going to go up to this, and I start the song. So there I'm playing seven and nine, and then seven on the third string. Okay, so let me just play it real quick for you. I don't want to waste too much time on this. Then it goes into the main structure of the song, which is really just C major, G major, D major, A major, E major. And that's the, the chord progression for the entire song. They're all major chords, and we're going to come back to that for a second when we talk about the solo. Then you've got these little fills. And... Not sure that there's an exact science to when Jimmy plays them. I hear him in certain places, but I think if you probably listen to you know four different live versions of this, Jimmy's probably doing all kinds of things. Um, but basically, you're going to play that chord progression. You're going to come off that and go into your right there. Uh, I'm playing two on the fifth string, going to zero on the fourth string, and then I'm going. I'm doing that twice, and then I'm going to the two on the fourth string. Now, if you'd rather, you could play it up here, the exact same thing, right up there. And you'd be playing 7, 5, 7, 5, and then 7, which always reminds me of a whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. Same idea. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to GuitarZoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. 
VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. So um, you can play it in either place, whatever's most comfortable to you. And that's the one thing you have to always remember about all of this learning other people's song stuff is that you're not... Your success isn't determined on whether or not you play something exactly the the absolute one million percent correct way that an artist played it because the artist doesn't even play it the same way every time. They play it all over the place doing all kinds of stuff. So we have to get an idea of what works best for us. What chords do we want to use, right? Do we want to use open chords or power chords or what? And don't sweat it. If you decide to change something from what I'm doing, don't don't worry about it. Make it comfortable for you to play and also comfortable for you to memorize, right? So if I'm playing... Here goes my leg. Up there is just fine. Sometimes I do that with a little hammer on there. Like that. Okay, now the next lick is the exact same thing, but you hear the, a new note. Right there, what I'm playing is two on the fifth, zero on the fourth, two on the fifth, zero on the third. That's the new note. And then back to the two on the fourth string. So I have... And if I play it up there, I'm going seven, five, seven, five on the fourth string. That's the new note. Again, whichever place you'd rather play it, okay? Now, that's primarily the structure of the song. C, G, D, A, and E, all major chords. Okay, there is one little thing right after the solo that does this. Which is pretty cool. So, again, it's playing C, G, D, um, A, and E, but Jimmy's connecting them together with chromatic movements notes that are are chromatic right so he's playing c on the uh on the fifth string which is the third fret and then you're going to play zero one two three on the sixth string and what's that note it's g there's your g chord so it's going c g and he's playing and then he plays two three four five on the fifth string and then two, three, four, five on the sixth string. Why is that working? Because you're going, that note right there is D. That note right there is A. So he's still playing the chord progression. He's just playing a cool little segment instead of playing the chords. And then he ends with four, five, six. And he wants to go to seven. But instead of going to the seven, which is E, back so it sounds like this and we can go into one of those licks again okay so that situates us with what's happening with the rhythm of this song for the most part 
Now, ironically, the song is using five different uh, major chords, C, G, D, A, and E. Now, in music theory, there's no such thing as getting five major chords in a key. That doesn't exist. So, for me, Jimmy's not really thinking about this in terms of, like, music theory or something. He's doing what I always call the theory of rock and roll, which is if it sounds good, you do it. And, and here's the, the second part to that. If we think about it, if we were going to summarize all these chords and think, okay, well, what key are we really in? It seems like we're in E because we spend more time on the E chord. Now, it's not E minor. It's not that sound. It's E major. Okay? When Jimmy goes to solo over the top of this, he uses minor pentatonic, which again, theoretically doesn't really make any sense, but in the rock and roll world, it makes perfect sense because using that minor pentatonic over a major chord progression sounds very rock and roll, sounds very bluesy. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Hey, Steve Stein here. Thank you so much for joining me. We're going to be looking at a number of different licks or sequences, whatever you want to call them. And they're going to be all based off the key of E minor, which is the same as the key of G major. Um, and I've got some jam tracks, some drum tracks that I'm going to be giving you as well so you can practice along. But please understand, we're going to be looking at these from a technical standpoint of how to play them at the speeds that I'm playing them at. But also, we're going to be looking at them from a creative standpoint. So if they're a little bit too fast for you, it's okay if you slow them down. If you're looking at a particular lick, but you're only interested in using a part of that that lick that I'm showing you, again, that's all okay. All we're trying to do is open the door to create creativity a little bit wider so you've got something new to try and practice and a unique way of looking at your fretboard. All right, so in this first lick, what we're doing is we're looking at something again in E minor. Um, it's at 115 beats per minute. That's how fast the, the drum track is that I'm playing along with. Now, you can play it faster, you can play it slower, you can do whatever you want with it, but we're going to look at this from two different perspectives. Number one, how to play it, and number two, what you could utilize it for in a creative space, okay? Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.